0: Hello and welcome to the Bad Romance Podcast. I'm Jordane Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And uh, Today we did 2016's The Perfect Match.
1: And it was it was a perfect match for our podcast, which is about bad rom-coms. So I can say that confidently.
0: This okay. So this is finally, we've finally gotten to a movie that is not only narratively incompetent, but fails as a movie. <laughs> like cinematically incompetent, shot composition, choices of shots, music, acting, scenes, everything's wrong. Everything's wrong. Yeah, the
1: shots, yeah, that there, there were points in it where Again, like I haven't looked for incredible cinematography in any of the movies we've watched because that's just been like something that I knew was out the window from the start.
0: Yeah. It's just like, if you want a romantic film with good cinematography, you watch Punch Drunk Love or A yeah. Sunshine of the
1: Spotless Mind or Her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, there's only a few of them, and they wouldn't be on our podcast because they're just good enough to not be on it. Um, yeah, our Punch Drunk Love
0: podcast would just be like, I love this movie
1: Yeah, so exactly. Much. So Alice when did Samuel's you cry more? <laughs> 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 what happened to him? Um, <laughs> I could, yeah. Uh, but this this one, it's, it's not that I got dizzy. I, I watched, full disclosure, I watched this today. I was actually in a coffee shop. I had finished my work and I was on my headphones and there was a man sitting very close to me because of, you know, how coffee shops work. And he kept looking over at me because of the facial expressions I was making. Like I was, I, like, I couldn't help myself from reacting just like, just like, wait, what? Or like that decision. Like it wasn't even the characters themselves. I mean, it was, but just like the, the way the music would come in for a second and then come out, it felt like a baseball game. <laughs>
0: Okay, so The Perfect Match is a movie about a playboy who finds love and learns to care and learns to follow his dreams. But it is not boomerang, which is a good movie <laughs> watch i'm we're just this movie. this is gonna be full of recommendations. You should definitely watch boomerang it's a better movie than this um but uh he's supposed to, and uh our film opens with him you know running game he's running he Drops, finger quotes, his keys And a girl, co- a girl comes and gives them to him and, and she's just like, you dropped your keys And he's just like, what? I'm so clumsy I really dropped my keys And then he, and that apparently works His beautiful charm works He takes her home And they have really strange looking music video sex. After a sexy photo shoot And This is what we're working with This
1: is This is This is the (laughs) Like I will say I will give The filmmakers this This perfectly set the tone For the rest of the film I mean This The absurdity The (laughs) The like Kind of gratuitous But also cartoonish sex Like yes All like Very much on point with the rest of the film.
0: It's just he just has nothing. There is nothing. He he has nothing going for him. He is not charming. He's not that cute. He's just kind of like he's he, he is rich,
1: though his place is huge.
0: He's rich, like it's it's weird. Like,
1: and he's cute. He, I mean, you know, he's like conventionally attractive enough. He's, you know, he's rom he's a rom com guy.
0: It, this film is starring Terrence J, or as I'd like to call him, the poor man's Trey Songs, except he wow. doesn't sing. Wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Terrence J, very popular for uh becoming the new co-host to 106 and park from 2006 to 2012 with Roxy after AJ and free left. And, um, as any 106 and park BET purist knows when AJ and free left, there was no show anymore. Like he was on, he hosted a thing. I, I don't know what it was. It wasn't a show. It just like, this is, this is, I have, I have, I have, I have been mad at Terrence J for 10 years. (laughs) It's a ridiculous thing to be mad about, but I'm not the only one. And everybody talks shit about Roxy. Not enough people talked about Terrence. And the thing is, Roxy went away as far as I know. Terrence J was on the game. He was, he was also like an anchor on E! News. And then they let him do this.
1: Yeah. Which came out last year. Last year. This is a recent atrocity. You know, a lot of the movies we cover are, Five ten years. Uh, this this is a new one. So you know you can feel topical if you feel like having a. It's streaming a on Amazon
0: Prime if you want to hate yourself.
1: Yeah, and
0: yeah. and I mean, there's just so much going around. Not only is this a terrible movie, it's a terrible movie with so many people slumming it. We got Joe Pantoliano slumming it. We have Brandy coming in for a cameo. Yeah, what? It.
1: Okay, yeah. <laughs> we've got. Yeah, we have Dasha Polanco.
0: We yeah. Slumming it. We've. Got We've got Donald Faison slumming it. We've got Lauren London slumming it. We've got. Actually, French Montana is trash, so he's perfect for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said it (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we also have In the end Robin Givens Is slumming it She shows up At the very end I'm just like We haven't seen any Robin Givens Came in for A day of shooting
1: (laughs) Yeah exactly They're like Do you want a nice check
0: (laughs) Like she was shooting Riverdale And she was just like Okay well there's a break In Riverdale Let me go be in this Terrible movie And get a check
1: (laughs) Yeah exactly And it's like (laughs) I respect that work ethic But also what Like okay (sighs) But it's, yeah. Okay, so. So Cassie. Okay, so. Yes, oh yeah. It is
0: also starring Cassie Ventura, who is a singer. Also, she dates Diddy. Don't worry about Cassie Ventura.
1: (laughs) She's fine. She'll be fine. She's
0: great. We're not worried. She's a bad actress.
1: (laughs) But it's okay, because that's not really what she's trying to do. She's like a mannequin. Like, she's got a lot. Really beautiful... And she has other t- skills and like, she looks great on camera, but she doesn't feel human on camera because she doesn't seem comfortable in front of the camera.
0: Oh yeah. She, she seems, seems very uncomfortable. It feels
1: more like, it feels like she's modeling, honestly. Like, yes, that's yes. like it's like a model, camera. but she's just like talking to you. I yeah. Yeah. Like she's like posing or like, just like she's aware of the camera, but the acting part is hard. So okay, so so Terrence J's friends, basically all of his friends, like Donald Faison is with is with Dasha Palenko. Um Uh there's one who's
0: with Lauren London. I yes. can't name the one. Lauren but. London is great. Lauren London is great and she's just like she's given like a really bad role and she's still just like adorable
1: and nice. I know, she's adorable and like funny and smart and like yeah. And, oh, yeah, and Terrence J's sister, Paula Patton. Oh, yeah,
0: Paula Patton, which I don't know if Paula Patton is slumming it because has Paula Patton
1: been good in things? She
0: was, I
1: don't know. I haven't seen her be good in anything. She
0: Because I know that she did Baggage Claim, which we're probably going to end up
1: doing on this yeah, show. Yeah, and um, I haven't watched that one yet.
0: She did, she was in Warcraft, which everyone hated, but I don't know how she was in Warcraft. Um, she was in the outcast movie Idlewild, which I actually remember liking
1: her in, but I was also in middle school. So I'd have to rewatch it and see if she was any good. I saw that like in high school or something. And it was like, you know, it was, it was a high school thing. So I wasn't being critical, but I was into it. But, and she, I mean, she played her role well. It was just, like, a really thinly written role. And, I mean, again, it's a rom-com. But, like, she was Terrence J's sister, and she was a therapist. And she was basically, like, calling him out on the fact, not only that he's, like, misogynistic, like, he's a womanizer. He, this isn't about him not wanting to be in a relationship even. It's about the way he views women. Like, he's not interested in them after he has sex with them. Um, and so she she calls him out on it and how... It's reflective okay. of his okay. inability to, like, look at his his deeper feelings about their parents' death, which I felt like was a really big issue to shoehorn into this movie. But Okay,
0: my main issue with this movie is that this is the worst script ever. All the normal, okay, like a bad rom-com, usually what you think of is one that's really derivative and doesn't make you think about anything new. And this one ha- is super, super derivative, but they can't seem to pull off derivative. They can't yeah. seem to pull that off. Yeah. that's and Because and, and like even she, okay, there is no point where Paula Patton seems like a real therapist. There is no point when she, she says things that make sense but she does not know how to sell the lines. And there's also a weird thing where everyone overreacts to everything that everyone, everyone says.
1: Yes, that's true. There's no like subtlety in the interactions and even like the interactions that aren't supposed to be subtle, that are very like confrontational or, you know, emotionally distraught. It's just like really loud. Like, it's just like, Oh you like, and it's like, wait, no, you don't know what they said yet. You know, like you have to let the line sink in. Yeah It's like pacing I think
0: Yeah it's really bad pacing Because like somebody will just be like Wow you're being really hard on me And it's like they, they didn't really say anything Like they had just begun And you interrupted them to say they're being hard on you But they haven't said anything yet It's just
1: Yeah and like Yep yeah, yeah Paula Patton it was interesting Because you know I wanted to like her character Because she's supposed to be You can tell she's supposed to be an anchor She's supposed to be like you know, probably like the smartest, most like invested character in Terrence J. He has some good friends, but, you know, they're still friends and like the guy it's very like, you know, couples. So like he goes out with the guys and they kinda tease him about being an asshole, but they also like enjoy and like check out the women with him. And then the the guys wives and girlfriends are like usually more like better about calling him out, especially
0: well, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of like all the women do in this movie. Like, is,
1: whenever there Terrence, is that nagging feeling, whenever
0: whenever Terrence interacts with a woman, she just like hops on him and tells him everything that's wrong with him. Like, he come he sits down to dinner after hooking up with that chick, and Lauren London's just like, you know what's wrong with you in relationships? Like, automatically before he said anything, before it's he not said anything. realistic.
1: Like, because like I, we've all we've all known like somebody kind kind of like him. Um, and I've been... Not now, thank God, or whatever. Uh, but in the past, I've been in friend groups where there was a guy like that, and people kind of let him off the hook. And even if I would call him out, or other women, like, it was never, like oh, hello, hey, by the way, you're a shitbag. It would, like, come up naturally. <laughs> like uh, Yeah, yeah, you
0: know, and I ha- mean, yeah. yeah, and that's, like, how we're introduced to Paula Patton, where she just rolls up on him, and she's just like, you know what your problem is? Y- you know, you're not open enough to love, and you never got over it when mom and dad died, and you need to deal, and it's just like, could we like do this organically and also he's just like an asshole to her where like he refuses to talk about anything related to feelings like he'll go to lunch with her and she'll be like okay let's talk about our lives and he'll be like no 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 no, no talking it's just like did you want to have quiet lunch
1: yeah yeah exactly and like it just I don't I didn't like that specifically with the women because I felt like it automatically even though I agreed with what they said it automatically put them in this light of being nagging and made this very again it's a derivative dynamic that's in a lot of rom coms where like the woman the women are either naggy or they're like infantilized and it was yeah that that immediately brushed me the wrong way so basically um, Lauren London and um uh robert christopher riley i'm not as familiar with him um uh they are getting married and they want um they want terrence J to like bring a real date like they're they're like no don't bring a one night stand like bring a real date and terrence J is like i don't believe in relationships and everybody calls him out and is basically like you've never given it a chance and like oh my
0: god and so oh yeah and he has rules hold up his rules oh yeah his rules are ridiculous his rules are don't touch my camera don't wear heels in my house don't be a friend of my friend because i won't date you <laughs> which is just the dumbest it's list so, of shit yeah it's so Random and dumb, and like, why no shoes? Oh, good. Wait, is this
1: house covered in
0: like carpeting? Is that what it is?
1: That's no. That's the funny thing is his house is very okay. First, his house is huge. Like we, this is this takes the cake when it comes to ridiculous inexplicable housing. Like we've watched a lot of rom-coms that are based in New York where there's like a journalist with a, you know, a big flat and that's unrealistic. But he had like, I think this was based in LA or I'm sure it was shot in LA, but I think it was supposed to be in LA. He just has like this huge house with like automatic door, uh, a huge pool. There's just like rooms and rooms. Like it's, he would have to be multimillionaire. Um, and like, I mean, he definitely does have a nice job in the, in the movie, but he does not seem, he seems like maybe a hundred grand job, not like multimillionaire. Um, but yeah, he, he makes women take off their shoes because he has this theory that once he takes off their shoes, it's easier to take off their pants. What? Do you remember that? No. He says it, <laughs> he says it to Donald Faison at one point. And um, Donald Faison, like, laughs. And, like, okay, shout out to Donald Faison because I love him. And I think he needs more play in general. Yeah, Um, him and
0: Dasha Polanka are the only people in this movie that that, I had any interest in. And, yeah, and can act. Like, they they play a couple that are trying to have a baby. And, like, you believe that they love each other. You believe that they've had sex. You believe that, you know, they want to have a child, like their entire struggle is their entire art. It's so, I wish it was the movie.
1: Yeah. I would watch a movie about them trying to have a baby and like figuring out how to like, not even stay in love. Cause it felt like that was pretty solid, but just how to work through that period. Like that would be a lot more interesting. And then, you know, they could have some single friends come in with their drama, but yeah, they were, I mean, Donald Faison is hilarious and just like very warm and great in front of the camera and, and so is Dasha. And so he, basically they call out Terrence J and they make a bet with him. Um, Donald Faison and like his other dude friends. And they say, okay, we dare you to see the same woman for a month, like date the same one for a month. And if you do, we think you'll fall in love with her and then bring her to the wedding. And so this is, you know, a derivative plot line that's kind of familiar it's kind of similar to how to lose a guy in 10 days in some ways yeah yeah it's <sighs> it's it's a you know uh, it's, you
0: know what I, i'm hungover and i hate this movie that's totally yeah i <laughs> like mean that's 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 my mood right
1: now that's, and that's 100 percent valid like it's it's a gimmicky you know it's a gimmicky plot line but like let's be real there are good rom-coms that have gimmicky plot lines yeah that's rom-coms are meant to be light that doesn't mean they can't be smart and well-made, but they're meant to be, you know, a lighter antidote to a lot of the other media we consume. So anyways, this, they make this bet and he's like, oh yeah, okay, fine. You know, challenge on because he is Mr. Ladies, you know, he knows all about it. Um, And then Cassie comes on the scene. Um, I think they see her at a coffee shop.
0: Yes. And they say, you know, and he talks about, how he would tear that ass up
1: to her. He actually
0: says that.
1: Oh yeah. He says that really loud to very loudly.
0: And then when he walks up to her, he's surprised that she heard him. Yeah. She heard him. There's no
1: force field for douchebag uh like
0: I can't even believe that she would still like fuck him after
1: that was that made me automatically like respect her less because I mean we've all made mistakes but I was like come on I kept waiting for her because like again in real life Cassie I'm like hell yeah you know but I kept waiting for her to be given more like I felt like Terrence J was an asshole but at least his character had a little personality. And, like, they didn't give her any personality in the script. Like, she just was, like, really attractive and when, and agreed to go on a date with him. But, you know, it was a little bit like, oh, I see you. You're full of it, you know. And so I liked that part. But then when she went on a date with him, she was immediately just, like, down for his bullshit. And, like, uh, yeah. I, I, wanted to, I wanted her to be able to, like, I wanted her to give him more shit because I liked that in the first interaction
0: yeah i mean that's i mean she has the most personality when she's giving him shit which isn't really saying much but she yeah i mean she just kind of i was getting i was talking about this before we started recording how it just reminds me a lot of um 500 days of summer but like shitty and in chronological order because it's just like it's just like this guy who is like running away from his problems and then he like falls in love and that's like supposed to fix him. And he kind of hangs his entire self on them falling in love, even though they really don't know each other that well and really don't have that much chemistry. And so when we get to like the climax of the movie where he finds out that she's married, she's that she's engaged and he finds this out in the just the wor- the most contrived way possible. He's just at a bridal shop because Lauren London's getting married. And he sees her trying on her wedding
1: dress. Yeah. Which, uh, eye roll. Like, if you could see me, you could see my eyes roll back so hard. I'm going to have to pull them back to the front of my head.
0: Yeah, it's just like, and so then, like... Cause a lot of the movie is kind of just like bouncy rom-com stuff. Like there's the dead parents and there's, but there's also like Joe Pantliano and like whatever job he's supposed to be doing. And he's trying to get French Montana to do a thing. French Montana is a character in this movie. And he has a monkey named Julius who he takes cues. Who's like his spiritual advisor. And this is supposed to be funny and like i don't know what he does i i really don't know what he does but like it it just has like a lot of like wacky people brandy shows up for a shameful cameo well not a cameo because she plays a character where she gets carried in (laughs) Yeah, she gets carried in and then (laughs) because she's not walking (laughs) to like try to conserve her energy
1: which like i wanted more brandy
0: Uh, yeah sure more you know whatever sure (laughs) (laughs) whatever like
1: not even not even that like i liked her in that moment i love brandy don't get me wrong but uh just because it was so absurd i was like why not let's just add this you know let's just have another layer of absurdity
0: yeah but it's like it's supposed to be such a weird thing like and there's like a like a, my boyfriend pointed this out to me that there is there's like the same white guy that's always serving them when they go out it's like the same
1: oh yeah they i think they <laughs> hired like one white guy to <laughs> be in the movie and he just like kind of has long hair so he has like kind of the nebulous you know hipster like blonde bun thing going on and he just like like he carries brandy and then he like serves coffee. I thought that was actually kinda of funny. <laughs> they just like
0: have, Oh like- yeah, but like sometimes when he serves drinks he like he like throws them at you. <laughs>
1: yeah he's not very good at his jobs and but he's <laughs> also many, like
0: many jobs very
1: sorry and he's it's like, probably because he's working four or five jobs so he doesn't get to rest he's
0: like kirk and
1: gilmore girls
0: <laughs> like he's just like constantly oh what are you doing this week kirk it's just like he was just doing Oh, my God. But yeah, so it, it's weird. We're almost making it seem like this movie is enjoyable. It isn't. It was complete hell, but like at least at the at the for, before the climax, it's just really, really wacky. And then when the climax hits, it's like,
1: oh, it's like like cut to the also this is where the music choices got really ridiculous, like with like kind of like word-free contemplative faux r&b like i don't even know what was happening in some of the scenes where he was like wistfully figuring himself out
0: well this is directed by this is directed by billy woodruff who is mostly well i can't even say mostly anymore he is a music video director that's probably the thing that he's best at you know he he um directed the video for unbreak my heart and he wasn't man enough he di- wow he directed some tony braxton hits um and, and like that's what he's good at but he was also the director of beauty shop with queen latifah and he's the director of that Jessica Alba movie, Honey. And apparently there's a whole... There's a Honey film fran- franchise because there are three Honeys right now and there's a fourth one on the way. Oh <laughs> and my only gosh. the first one is about a girl named Honey.
1: <laughs> That's absurd.
0: <laughs> and so, like as much as this what's what's weird about this like incompetence is that it's not just like he's a music video director but he's a music video director that has directed several films at this point so i just don't understand how he's still bad at this
1: yeah (laughs) it just didn't i it (sighs) I tried to find something, because I feel like with all of the movies, even though I've been, like, livid after some of them, there's something that I liked, or there was something that made it interesting. This one, like, the characters weren't well-written enough for me to even care. Like, like back to the the point you made earlier about rom-coms like the bad rom-coms we pick tend to be overly derivative I can you know I can I can fuck with a derivative movie if the characters say funny things and they feel kind of real you know I'll I'll deal with the cliches and the maybe the lack of nuance and depth if if at least it's like entertaining and this this wasn't for me
0: yeah, I, I, it was I yelled. Like I was screaming at this movie. I was I was I was very very upset watching it. And when the climax hit, I was just fucking ready to go because like he like oh, and he's such a baby. His, he gets his he gets himself fired from his job. He turns to the bottle. He gets angry at all of his friends.
1: Also, can we talk about the fact that the only and I mean this is certainly something that some of the other rom-coms we talked about are at fault with too the only thing that is shown for them to like quote unquote fall in love is them having sex like other movies at least have a montage of like a cute thing they did or like a conversation that's like kind of deep like the only thing that Cassie and Terrence J had were like two really gratuitous sex scenes like one where they're like in a pool (laughs) and then another one where like you almost like it almost feels pornographic for a minute you, you like they're like they, fully you,
0: nude. Okay, so I'm looking at my notes which I haven't been doing which is why I've just been like all over the place. Um one time after having sex, uh she says that she likes House of Cards and he's just like stop it.
1: You're playing <laughs> House like, of Cards? What? <laughs> and he goes he goes, "Don't try to connect with me." Don't try to connect which with me. Which is the me. most annoying thing ever like that he over thinks that House, House of, of cards, cards makes him unique. And she's like, "No, I love House of cards but then they don't even talk about house of cards no, like i they thought they would have like like i could have at least like accepted it if they had a thing to say but then they just like had more sex and i was like okay so now you're in love because yeah. i guess i'm in love with everyone i talk to on the internet like uh, what yeah
0: yeah I'm, I'm in love with everyone who also likes small rats yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like
1: so many people on twitter like i am in love with
0: um, um, but yeah, my notes, um, which are phenomenal. My notes are amazing. They should really be, they should really be hanging in the Smithsonian. Um, <laughs> why is everyone so dead inside? Why is the music so cheap? <laughs> I love why is it shot like this? Why is Donald Faison the only one trying? Why do scenes just end? (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good one. Why are people still using the term dime piece? Oh my gosh,
1: (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, oh, also when, okay, when Terrence J meets Cassie, like the first thing she goes, because she'd er overheard him, she's like, oh, so I'm a dime. And I'm like okay are we in 1999 What's happening? What the fuck are we even Talking about? <laughs> like this about? brand of like corny Misogyny isn't even like current
0: Oh my god yeah everyone's corny like oh, oh yeah when any when anyone curses I don't believe them nobody knows How to curse in this movie
1: <laughs> Yeah because there's the, like the amount of Emotional like Like believability on Camera is It's just low Yeah <laughs>
0: I, I have the white guy in here as a clumsy white. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I hope that's what he puts it on his resume as. He could get a lot of other background work. Clumsy white. <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. It's definitely right. Oh my god! So many of these. Are just- he's like the like that the the white woman who picks up Beyonce's napkin in the music video. Like he's the male version of that in this movie um oh my god just who gives a fuck about french
0: montana which
1: oh yeah i also i felt like i also felt like like french montana like was actually weaved into the plot because he was doing a music video with terrence J like terrence J was helping and that was like a big deal that he got french montana um but then, you know, there, the Brandy uh, cameo really was completely unnecessary. But both of those, to me, just felt like, oh, we'll just add a few more big names and that'll, like, fix everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, because, like, there are, like, when you really look at the it took cast. It three like,
0: people to write this
1: movie. There are, there are like, a lot of famous people in it and there are a few people that can really act you know like dasha Polenko can act donald Faison can act lauren london, lauren can, london act. can act but they just didn't they weren't given a platform and then they were given a bunch of other people that couldn't act so it's yeah, just like i how just do don't you understand
0: what the choice is to make terrence jay and cassie i just don't understand it's like somebody wanted to make a terrence and roxy movie but roxy didn't want to be in it and so they got cassie That's what it really seems like to me, because I just don't, and I just don't understand. There's just nothing, there's nothing, like, I didn't believe that anyone was, like, the friendships are weird, and the running gags are weird, like, sometimes Donald Faison will say something, and he'll be like, wait, did I just say that out loud? And I'm just like, why are you doing this to him, movie?
1: (laughs) I know, and like, um... Yeah, like after – so after he finds out that Cassie is engaged, he freaks out and is like, how could you do this to me? But, like, before that – okay, aside from the fact that he's a hypocrite and he's, like, always, like, used women and not texted them back or anything, you know, and now that it's happening to him, it's, like, horrible – Um He had him and Cassie's whole thing was like, oh, we're casual, no strings attached. So, like, obviously the fact that she's engaged, like, that is legitimate to be upset about. You know, that is a huge thing to keep a secret. But, like, he was acting like they had both said I love you and they hadn't. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, he was basically just, like, acting possessive and weird. And, like, she's just, like, and she's just, like... Rightfully so, just kind of distant about it, and it's just like, Yeah, I'm engaged, whatever. <laughs> and he just like, Oh my god, like he's flipping out when his friends throw him a party where they're just like, Can y'all all get the fuck out of here? And it's <gasps> yeah! like, What? Oh my gosh, his
1: friends throw him a surprise party and he yells at them, and he's like, Mean, like he, he has like, I don't, I, like, I wouldn't say abusive, but he definitely has emotionally like turbulent patterns like his friends all leave and they're like fine like you know you're you're messed up and then his sister the next day comes through and she tries to call him out again like by the waterfront you know they have to there's like you know deep imagery behind them uh and she's like you know our parents died and you never dealt with it and that's why you push people away and like all this stuff And, like, again, she's a therapist, so he's, of course, like, oh, stop trying to therapize me. And then he's, like, mean to her, and he's, like, you've been divorced twice. What do you know? So then she's, like, fine, like, you know, goodbye. You paid
0: more attention to this movie than I did.
1: I mean, but I just watched it today, like, all of it, so it's very fresh. Uh,
0: Yeah, I... I screeched through it and also just like I tried to get my boyfriend to watch it with me and he kept on leaving the room and I kept on trying to bring him back into the room because we were going to suffer through this together.
1: Oh man, yeah. I can't even... i think i tried to get aj to watch how to lose a guy in 10 days and he's like i'll see you tomorrow (laughs) he's like i am not doing this (laughs) i
0: mean how can you why wouldn't anyone want to watch a movie with such choice lines as you never know who you might kidnap by the end of the night yeah said by french montana (laughs) Because Uh. basically, Terrence J is like, "Why do you all travel in different cars? Why don't you all just come in one car?" And he's just like, "You never know who you might kidnap by the end of the night."
1: And then they all laugh. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) You know what's funny? Kidnapping. (laughs) 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 Like I also like some of the like the the derivative factors and the fact that everyone's like totally a stereotype like, didn't even offend me because I, again, wasn't even invested enough to be angry, you know? <laughs> you like think- I feel like in some movies I would be, like, really angry at, like, the misogyny or even how, like, unfair it is to the men that they're so, like, reductive. But I was just like, mm, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, did you think—did you find that Paula Patton was playing Terrence J's— um, playing Terrence J's— uh, <laughs> um— sister kind of like his ex-girlfriend
1: oh yeah okay Uh, yes yes yeah (laughs) the first scene like it's made very clear that that she's his sister, but I still was like, I feel like she's flirting, but like, yeah,
0: it felt like she was like, flirting with him throughout the movie. And it's even weirder like when like a girl, you, a girl rolls up on them while they're arguing. And it's just like, you haven't called. Where have you been? And then she just like turns to this girl. It's like, like completely like soft voice. Just like, Hey, sweetie, this is what you're really, you're probably dealing with this, 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 and this. Here's my card.
1: Please call me. And I'm just like, what just happened? Like, I'm like, first of all, no, again, like no one would do that. Especially a real therapist is not going to offer their shit for free and get in the middle of their brother's business because they're going to know that's unhealthy. Um, but also the girl is like, who are you? Because she thinks, okay, are you his current girlfriend? And then they have a weird hug.
0: Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> like such a weird hug. <laughs> oh my god. It, everything about this movie is weird. Also <laughs> still looking up my notes. Somebody calls French Montana French vanilla in this movie. Okay, I, I, that I love that. And I love it.
1: That was great. That was great. I like that.
0: Oh yeah, and the thing, the place that he works for is called Premiere Edge.
1: Which <laughs> doesn't tell me what he yes. does. Again, what like why i i am not a professional screenwriter but like i know enough to know that it's not that hard to um you know write in a real job for someone
0: yeah i mean but nobody i mean nobody knows nobody can barely talk so i mean of course the jobs aren't gonna work like somebody said butt naked females in this movie and i thought what <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah what
0: what <laughs> what and like and there's also just like the running jokes don't work there's one there's one running jokes where it's like eh, and they keep trying to make it work and it just doesn't it just doesn't work this movie is full of running jokes and it's weird it's weird for a movie that's not funny
1: yeah so have running as a lot of callbacks like i think that that was supposed to be I think that was meant to be a strength in the writing, and it was meant to get us on board, you know, and to feel like we were part of the relationships. But the, none of the relationships felt real at all. Like, like again, like Dasha and Donald were the only two people that like both could interact in a way that felt real, and and because they were stressed out about trying to get pregnant, Dasha like had to be upset the whole time, which again is like the woman's like upset the whole time, you know. Um, which I mean, to be fair, all the guys were kind of like being ridiculous. So like, it makes sense that the women were upset, but it was also like, come on now. (laughs) <laughs> like
0: I love how this movie Like I thought that I was gonna come on Today and like have all of this Like righteous anger about This movie but really At the end of it it just makes me Tired this stupid it's just movie stupid. It's stupid like that's so like
1: stupid See like some of the other ones we've talked about Like make me angry because mm, I think because They're well done enough that they like Annoy me because like certain Parts of it like are done kind of well, but then it's like a really horrible plot line, or the writing is like really manipulative. And this one, like nothing is like good enough for it's me to even be mad. Nothing. Like I'm just like it's
0: just it's just like, a man I'm, with the chicken nugget head falling in love with the mannequin.
1: Like, and I'm just I'm I just feel bad for Donald Faison. Like yeah. honestly, I mean, I f- like I, I was, know he'll be fine. Like you know,
0: yeah, he has that scrubs money.
1: You know, he's, yeah, like he's certainly you know, and when, when you think about people. That that need resources He's fine But like you know Just like career wise Seeing him Like it's I want to so see him in more I know Dasha's fine There's this more Orange is New Black so coming is Yeah it's just embarrassing Like I almost feel I don't feel bad making fun of it But it almost feels like punching down <laughs> Like Yeah yeah It's like, just just
0: like there's just nothing There's like, just nothing there And like Yeah It's a lot of like black rom-coms And I feel bad That the first black rom-com That we talk about Is just complete and total irredeemable trash and because of that i'm just going to uh recommend some black rom-coms that you should watch uh boomerang um this isn't a fake this isn't a one that i like this next one isn't one that i like but other people like it's something new um uh god uh Two can play that game. Two can play that game is a fun movie. I I like two can play that game a lot. Uh, man, I am having trouble naming them. This is, Hey, bad. I mean, that's
1: still three times as many good <laughs> ones as this one.
0: Yeah. There really needs like, to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I mean, it's hard to find. Yeah. I mean, cause, cause it's the hard thing to find good rom-coms lot. in general. And right. then there's like way less with a largely black cast, which is, not cool you know so then you just like multiply that and it's like yeah
0: yeah and it just drives me crazy because like it's it's easier for me to think of bad ones like i knew that this is going to be bad before we watched it i know i've heard that baggage claim is bad and we're probably going to cover that i heard that the heart specialist is bad and we're probably going to cover that and i wish there was like a black rom-com from i mean girls trip isn't really a rom-com but like Go see Girls Trip, by the way. BT Dubs, go see Girls Trip. I That's still, an amazing time. I still need
1: to see Girls Trip and Wonder Woman. I'll I'll, I'll see them one, on different days. I'm going to give them their due.
0: Bronwyn over here is.
1: I'm really failing the feminist cause on all fronts. Really, really <laughs> like, just just a disappointment all around. Yeah, Jordan's going to probably <laughs> ice me out for a minute until I catch <laughs> up with the world.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Can you this this movie is this movie is soulless. This there's nothing Yeah, that's really it's empty. Yeah, d- that's
1: really it. It's empty. There's just it's uh, like you, It doesn't do anyone a favor Like even the people Who can't act I feel like could do better In something else You
0: know like This is Like I found my time I found myself Sitting around and wondering Why was this made? What What's What so- was the point? Why did this story Need to be told? Yeah How's it supposed to Because make- it doesn't
1: feel fun Like you know Because uh, I I uh, I assumed, I thought it would be funnier, you know, I thought it yes. would, I, I didn't expect it to be good because this is our podcast, but like I, <laughs> I thought it would be funnier um, or at least feel a little more natural um, and it, it didn't. And so that makes me feel like the people in it weren't really having fun. Um, yeah. It seems it like
0: every, me, everyone seems miserable. Everyone
1: seems really uncomfortable and like they want to go home and like, you know, soak their feet and not be on set. Like that's yeah. the vibe. And
0: I mean, yeah, it just seems like everyone wanted a check because this movie was made for five million dollars. It made ten million dollars, so it made its money back. And it's I almost just feel like that's all it was trying to do. And it and it really pisses me off actually because like because there are so few black rom coms. It drives me crazy that that when they all when they do get widely distributed like the heart specialist like baggage claim and like this it's always the bad ones right and then I have to like dig and find the good ones deep 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 into the interwebs and it should be reversed god damn it <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> like I want to see black people fall in love and I want to see it be funny I can't believe that I've spent so much time on this podcast mentioning boomerang boomerang's not even like a movie that I like a whole lot like it it is kind of genius but like boomerang is like so bro-y and shit but like I'd rather watch boomerang a million times than watch this again boomerang has grace jones in it and grace jones does it's it's one of the best parts in cinema history basically grace jones is trying to get eddie murphy to sleep with her and he's just and he's like just like turning her down and she's just like you would turn down a pussy like this, staring you smack in your face, no man could turn down this pussy. (laughs) Yes. It is one of (laughs) the best things I have ever seen in my life. God damn it. Fuck this movie.
1: See Boomerang. (laughs) Yeah. Like, see Boomerang... (laughs) <laughs> send Donald Faze on a tweet you know like a, do. And, like just
0: let him know that you care let him know
1: just check in on him that <laughs> is my takeaway from this there's nothing really to psychoanalyze because there's nothing there there's that's, nothing, that's there's it nothing there there's Every, not everything's there's no there's no poison meat to you know spit out it's just there's just nothing in my mouth to spit out
0: and we don't really even need to break down this movie because this movie hasn't influenced anyone <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. This is recent. You know, it had some celebs, and we, you know, we boosted it for you.
0: Okay yes yeah we're done with this we're done yeah talking we're, about this. we're done y'all so we'll <laughs> we're
1: good. we'll come back next time we'll talk about something else maybe we'll have more intense feelings maybe we'll have less intense feelings but who knows
0: and i will definitely not be hang hung over next time so it won't because i noticed that i was kind of like dead the first half and then i like woke up in the middle of this
1: podcast i mean that's real like that's a real thing that i mean i've there was one time i was here and i was like you know i had cramps or something and i was just like oh yeah. you know like <laughs> no, and also this movie doesn't really inspire a lot so. it doesn't
0: it doesn't That's and, part it's, of it. and it's like you know what we we did our jobs we're here for you we're here to tell you what not to watch is that exactly. we don't did don't it watch so you don't have to exactly exactly nostalgia critic don't be mad at us <laughs> <laughs> oh, why did i why did i think <laughs> yeah 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 no yeah also, also the cancelled the canceled show, The Middleman, don't be mad at us. <laughs> the catchphrase yeah. is kind of similar to both those catchphrases. It's just like we should come up with our own catchphrase.
1: Ooh, I like that. Okay, um, next next time we'll have a catchphrase, y'all.
0: Um yes. Um, well you should follow us on Twitter. We're at bromancepod. <laughs> We're on iTunes um, You
1: can rate us Rate us on iTunes Because then we get boosted and then more people will probably See and listen
0: (laughs) Yes and our website is um, Badromance.lipson.com You can check that out It's it just has episodes. There's nothing special. On
1: it. Yeah. You just listen and you can feel like you're hanging out with us and talking shit about these movies. Yes. And you know, like the world is what it is. And so sometimes it's nice to just talk about a movie.
0: Yes. You can relax and listen to this podcast. We will take care of you.
1: Exactly. We've got you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Jordan Searles.
1: And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. Bye guys.